Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me. This is what it looks like when you get used to corrupt gangsters as politicians. This is eventually where it leads. You see, J.B. Pritzker has been embroiled in scandal since he was a silver spoon trust fund baby. His dimwit family has been at the root of all kinds of scandal in this once great city, once great state. But now, because J.B. Pritzker pretends to be governor, the first job this fat slob ever had in his life, Government breaks the covenant with the people. I mean, what is the point of government but to enforce the law? J.B. Pritzker, Democrats like the ones in New York and New Jersey or California, break the covenant. They don't believe that government is to enforce law because if it did, they'd be in prison. So this is kind of the natural destination of where we are. Illinois to become the first state in the nation to eliminate cash bail. The 5-2 to two vote comes six months after the state Supreme Court itself halted this particular provision of the Safety Act from taking... But then, J.B. Pritzker puts a million dollars each in two judges. Two million dollar donation. He buys two candidates who are going to be the Supreme Court justices, Mary O'Brien, short in the pants mafia, and Elizabeth Roquefort. Rockford, whatever. And when asked about it, give a very illuminating answer. Explain the million dollars that you gave to each um, Supreme Court justices and should they recuse themselves in two important cases coming up, safety act, no cash bail, and also the uh, campaign. I, I am sure this is something that the right wing is trying to stir up. I know you've written about it. Um, the fact of the matter is I supported candidates who are running all across the board. And that reminded me. Of an FBI tape, hours and hours, on the phone with a convicted Democrat scumbag by the name of Rod Blagojevich, that freakish fraud, who if it wasn't for his father-in-law and his wife's sweet Polly purebred, you'd never know that dimwit's name. Much like if Pritzker's mommy didn't know who to give a lap dance to, he'd be selling me insurance on my rent-a-car. But instead, he's destroying my state. Oh, but it's true. And it reminded me of that FBI phone call. The only problem I can come up with for you, I got a lot of reasons why it makes sense. The problem for you would be, same problem with the Senate, really. I've given you contributions. No. And what's that? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead, JP. See, when you want to know how to steal, you go to a scumbag politician who is also a slip and fall scumbag lawyer. And now you're listening to two of them. One who dances in front of a mirror in his wife's underpants and the other one who can't get any underpants on. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, total non-issue. Well, to, if, for, 
Well, you give money to everybody, like Lisa Madigan, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Which, incidentally, if you can do for me what you did for her before the end of the year, can you think about that? Now, listen. See, that's the squeeze. You got to love that. That's not quite as direct as when that scumbag, Rod Blagojevich, shook down the children's hospitals. But that's what it looks like behind the scenes with these idiot Democrat crooks. So why not pass a law to benefit the crooks? effect in response to legal challenges that had been filed against it. The Pre-Trial Fairness Act, as it is known, was the most controversial part of the Safety Act that was signed by Governor J.B. Pritzker two years ago. See, this is great news for their base. Their base is made up of who? Is it made up of good people, honest people who want the rule of law enforced, or is the base of the Democrat Party really made up of scumbags. See, this is a great day for scumbags all across Illinois. Hey, good morning. Now, in a 5-2 to two decision, the Supreme Court made a decision to sign with the state, basically saying paying a bill is not the only way to ensure someone shows up to court. The Illinois Supreme Court upheld the Safety Act this morning, stating that the Illinois Constitution does not mandate that monetary bail is the only means to ensure criminal defendants appear. Yeah, it's going to be great. What do you think it's going to look like in five years? This is what's known in the real estate business as a sell signal. But more importantly, this is great out in the open to see what it's like to bribe a candidate for office. You see, J.B. Pritzker, not because he made the money, but because Grandpa Abe made the money. Grandpa Abe made a lot of money. And J.B. Pritzker gave $1 million each to judges who just ruled against honest people and the law, ironically, from the Supreme Court of Illinois. But are you really that surprised? You've got the half-ass gangster Ed Burke and his very homely wife who also sit on the Supreme Court of Illinois. And you start to wonder, is it all just crooks? But, uh, well, I can't. Do, I mean, not while everything's up in the air. But I hear you. Yeah. Okay. I, I hear you. And uh, and, and, and but, yeah. But, but anyway, I, if we go in that direction, though, if, if that does happen, yeah. I mean, there's some other people who can help us that you know. Sure. If you feel skittish about that, which I believe you should, but go ahead. Yeah. See, that's a rolodex of people who bribe Democrat politicians. You're talking big money now. This isn't like the old days where you could buy one of these step and fetch aldermen for two hundred dollars and an apple. No, you're talking big money now, commas and everything. I don't think we should even talk about it. All right, fine. I understand what you're saying. Okay. Now, why wouldn't you want to talk about it? Hey, fatso, why wouldn't you want to talk about it? See, because J.B. Pritzker, in between meals and snacks and whatnot, he heard a rumor that the FBI was taping their phone, but it still didn't stop him. And my favorite part about this, this was known five years ago, six years ago, and this scum in Illinois, they put this fat crook in there again. Um, you know, assuming no legal problems. Oh yeah. Assume right. you know, that, right. that your you know your 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 pitch is going to be look I, I, you know with all the other crap that you could say here you know I've done real things. Right. And so I think you've got a lot to run on. It's just you know you got we got to get the legal thing behind you. Right. You know that's for sure. Right. Did you just feel dirty listening to it? Because what you're listening to are crooks, and what you're being sold as normal is open and notorious bribery. It's like pay-to-play, but nobody really ever plays. 
the good people are the ones who get harmed by this kind of rule. Um, if you're suggesting that uh, the fact that I gave money to, let's say, the Democratic Party or to the committees that supported uh, candidates means that everybody who received any money has to recuse themselves from anything to do with the state of Illinois, that's ridiculous. Yeah, because the state of Illinois in total is absolutely and totally corrupt. This is mafia politics. And now comes the kickback for the foot soldiers. If you're earning your way up this La Cosa Nostra, and you get pinched for stealing something, don't you worry. You got a problem, you beat somebody senseless, don't you worry. Rapists, wife beaters, all get a nice cakewalk in Illinois for trials or the only means to protect the public. The Safety Act passed last year, allowing people to only be detained based on their offense they are accused of committing and their prior record instead of posting bail. Earlier, We've got, what, 59? Or is it now 61 people who were formally arrested, were on ankle monitoring, and killed somebody? Let alone the rape and the mayhem and the God knows what else has destroyed the once great city, once great state. This year, multiple states' attorneys, including Kankakee counties, found issues with getting rid of the cash bail system, saying that lawmakers needed to propose a constitutional amendment because a state constitution. So now, if you live here, what do you do? Now that government has said, look, I know one of our only five jobs, one of our only five is to enforce law and to protect you from those citizens that break the law. Now that's off the table. So what do you do? And it reminds you of Europe. What did they do in Europe? This is how. Protection mafias are born. You see, it's great for them because they'll know the good guys and the half-assed good guys and the bad guys. They'll know them all. And this will be shaken up. So neighborhoods like mine, if I were still living here, which I'm not, I would do exactly what they did back in Italy, as it's known in Melrose Park. I'd open up a social club. I'd get about 17, 18, 19 of my old friends. We'd patrol the neighborhood, in particular the blocks that paid us, and we'd make sure that Democrat foot soldiers and scum never walked in your garage. Never robbed your house. Never broke anything in your restaurant. This is the birth of the old-fashioned protection mafia. Guarantees bail by sufficient sureties, which means sufficient enough that someone will come back to court. WGN political analyst Paul Lisnick broke down how the Supreme Court got... You know, when you watch the news tonight, what do we have this weekend? It wasn't a bad weekend. I mean, there was a couple tornadoes, storms blew through. We still had, what, 40 shot? If the weather was good, you might have got to that 50 number. What do you think it's going to do in the mind of the scum... That's already operating out in Chicago, in Crook County, in DuPage, anywhere else they move their their Section 8 mafia. What do you think it's going to look like in five years from now? To their decision. The court said, look, there's nothing that says a surety has to be financial, that it has to be money. There's no reference to the phrase monetary. They walk through the history going back to the original constitutions of the state. They go back to 1818 and they say, look, even there, monetary bail was all but unknown in the state. You have never operated in this city, in this state, in this country, under a climate where district attorneys are assets of an ideology of the Marxist mafia. And they are persecuting their political enemies. As you see, Trump is targeted in another January 6th probe. He's just targeted in Georgia. And they will not arrest the scum that bribes them in various ways. How are they doing with the the gangs in Chicago? How's everybody doing? How's the drug sales? You think drug sales are down? I don't think so. Governor J.B. Prisker said that he is pleased with the decision, saying in a statement, we can now move forward with historic reform to ensure pretrial detainment. See, but is now de- that you know how they really think behind closed doors. I don't know. Yeah, but there, there are statutes of limitations and things, and those dates are running. 
and those things will come and go long before there's a re-election. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Soon. Yeah, and then okay, and then that, then it's just it'll just fade away, mm-hmm. and then you can you can say it. This has been the unedited J.B. Pritzker, Rod Blagojevich, FBI wiretap. And there is hours and hours, and he gets hundreds of thousands of votes. The only thing that you might take in solace is there's only really a couple of counties that were weak enough in their electoral regulation, strong enough in their corruption to put this fat slob over. That's why the rest of Illinois should secede. Leave it, Cook and DuPage, and anybody else who votes Democrat, because you're finally going to get what you deserve as the criminals run wild and your rights, you're the laws of this country will be violated repeatedly. That's what it's like to live in a Democrat state. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars and live free on the Sean Thompson show on AM 560. The answer. AM 560. The answer. You almost have to like how the moron media in Chicago, you have to almost appreciate how they just, ah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Opponents of the provision saying that the legislature had overreached and violated the Constitution, while supporters say the practice of imposing a cash bail has led to countless people remaining incarcerated. You mean the ones that committed a crime? that are such bust-outs they can't come up with the fee, or the court decided that it was dangerous enough and maybe they shouldn't be out. But I guess you're telling me that can still happen, but it's at the judge's discretion. What kind of judges? Oh, you mean like the two political whores that Fatso gave a million dollars apiece to? Or the one, the other dimwit, who I believe is the head of the Illinois Supreme Court, who's married to the short-in-the-pants Irish gangster Ed Burke? You mean judges like that? Or... Is it the two family court judges that sit on the table of wisdom LLC with Ed Burke? These are the judges that'll decide. You see, because I view them as crooks too. And they're going to be real friendly to the other crooks. You know, their base. Because they cannot afford to pay. The new bail rules were supposed to take effect this past January the 1st. Where's the law for the guy that is the victim? What's his vindication? None. So what will be the answer? See, we we tend to solve problems. Now, a lot of more, I mean, a lot more of us will leave. Of course you will. If you can, if you, if you value safety and law and order and your kid's future, I don't see how you have much of a choice. But then there's always the pressure of your job and family obligations, love and affection that tether you to a bad area. So what do those people do? They're going to protect themselves. They're going to get real creative. They're going to have their own private security. They'll put up their own criminals to guard them from the criminals they deem worse, like the old days in Europe. Courts across the state will now have two months to get ready for them to go into effect. So you know what that is? You got about 60 days to sell your real estate holdings and try to get out of here at the top of the market because the, the ramifications of this will be a destroyed value of real estate holdings throughout the state. That's the fact, Jack. That's the cost of hiring crooks and pretending they're politicians. Craig and Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, John. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making it. Yeah. Hey, um. Man, you do such a good job on this uh, station with get, getting all the word out and everything. And that's why I want to mention something here. You know that movie, uh, Sound of Freedom? I've heard a couple of times on these, these damn leftists that they can try to prevent people from seeing that movie and everything. You can't believe what they're doing. Besides uh, pulling the fire alarms and everything, and uh, you know, uh, do it, which should be against the law, that they can have all the people have to get the heck out of it. There's been 
t- lots of occasions where they shut off the air and everything. Sometimes they, they, uh, they'll take this refund of money ahead of time just to prevent people from being able to see the movie and uh, tell me how the system's down and all this. But there should be, I mean, there Craig, they're doing in the movie what the elected Democrats in Illinois do. They're protecting the pedophiles. That's what they're doing. I mean, how much harder is it to figure out? I don't think it's hard to figure out at all. Determined by the danger an individual poses to the community instead of by their ability to pay their way out of jail. He went on to say, I look forward to continuing to work with the General Assembly and our many other partners as we transition to a more equitable and just Illinois. In Cook County State's Attorney. Are we almost there yet? Hey, are we almost equitable? Because I don't know how much of this equity it's going to take to kill innocent people to destroy the lives of honest people, to take the money of good earners while protecting the criminals, which is really what you're doing at every step of the turn. And it, here's the good news. It will dissuade some decent people who, under, who were under the illusion that the Democrats were JFK. If they've had their head in the sand or up their ass for the last 50 years and they can't figure out that the Democrat Party is the Marxist mafia, this will wake them up. And it already is to a Congress named a congressman named Ruiz. I also want to say it's pathological and abusive to want to harm the American people in order to push your extreme agenda. This is a pattern that we're seeing over and over again. And that's what you're seeing here in Illinois. As this slob won what, two counties? Did he win two or three? How many counties were dumb enough to not know J.B. Pritzker, his family legacy? even including in banking, where he took advantage of people in ghettos. His sister, who is a mirror image of him, the only difference is she pees standing up. The sister involved in Superior Bank, who is unaware of that? Not to mention the legacy of corruption, where they bribed Mike Madigan and his mafia to never pay the taxes on real estate that you pay. You remember he took the toilets out. I say his ass swallowed him. He didn't take them out, he broke them. That's the only explanation I can come up with. And in the meantime, all of Illinois will suffer. Courts are going to put together a process by which they will be focusing on criteria that they've already been focusing on. Who's the they? Because the they who have been focusing on protecting good citizens from bad ones, they suck. So is this going to be, do you think they'll get better with this or do you think they'll get worse? Tom in Vernon Hills, do you think they'll get better with this or you think it'll, go, it'll get worse? It'll get a lot worse. I mean, this is the biggest sell signal in the world. <laughs> Sean, I want to say you have the best show. Uh, but my, I had a question for you. What do you think? Uh, you think J.B. Pritzker was working with the FBI to bust Rapagovich, considering he didn't get any jail time? I just want to get your thoughts on J. that. J.B. Pritzker, his mere double twin sister, they are the government, brother. I mean, how much more do you know? Here's the thing, Tom, because you're a good person and you were raised with a certain level of government propaganda, you're raised to respect government bureaucracies. But that's the beauty of Trump. What Trump has exposed is the government is the mafia. The FBI hid the information that incriminated Joe Biden, a traitor to his nation. You don't think they hid the information that incriminated J.B. Pritzker? They get to pick their favorite crooks, and they can operate in this La Cosa Nostra. And if you think that's bad, the IRS is worse. And that's why you pay your taxes. But the people who are friends, who give money like Pritzker brags, I give money to everybody so he doesn't have to pay any taxes. It's the perfect system because the people who are supposed to enforce the law are the ones who are corrupt. It's hard to wrap your head around, Tom, but that's why you need to come and live with me. Thank you very much.
That's the only answer you can come to. When the government breaks its covenant and says one of our few obligations of enforcing the law we refuse to do unless we can selectively persecute our ideological enemy, you're living in a fascistic Fourth Reich. And that's what Democrats in America are today. The Fourth Reich. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. The dance can save us. Everyone knows you play safety dance. Get the ring doorbell. Camera up your house and blare the safety dance because you can't call the government anymore. You know, it's interesting when you think about your own life. How many kids are like me? I could have went in a different direction. Quite honestly, I would have been much better at it than these moron Democrats. If I wanted to be a scumbag, I would have been the best scumbag you've ever seen in your life. What keeps you on the straight and narrow? The threat of going to prison, right? Especially if you're pretty. Like me, you don't want to be in prison. No, 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 no. If you look like Pritzker, you don't want to be in prison. Everyone will think you're a ride. They'll think you're a beanbag. They'll want to sit on you and watch the movies. But in the meantime, Democrats, for the most part, even the ones who are elected and they put on the suit and they get elected to Congress, they're scumbags anyway. Here's a couple. We need to do an investigation. If there's an illegal drug, find who. They're ending their investigation, though. Is that a problem? They need, I, I think that, I, I'm sorry, I'm just not up on the details. I didn't know they were ending the investigation. You're a congresswoman, but you're a Democrat, so we don't expect you to be up. How about the guys? Are they good? Uh, Fox, right? Yes. I'm I, mad I, at Fox. Okay. Not you. You're great, but I'm mad at Fox. What's up? Okay. I wanted to know if you have concerns that there was an illicit substance brought to the White House, and no one seems to be able to find out whose it was. <laughs> I'm concerned always about illicit substances. No harm, no foul, and we move on. That's Congressman Bowman. He's a moron. Let's go to some of the law enforcement agents of the states, the Democrats that are financed by Soros, who spent hundreds of millions of dollars to destroy the quality of life in America. And he he always knows the party to pick. He picks idiots and Democrats like Kim Fox. Here's one in California who you could say a lot of things about the moron husband beater wife. I mean, husband beater uh, Kim Fox. You could say a lot of things, but she's a loyal Democrat. But in that arena of corrupt, incompetent, pay-to-play Democrat DAs, she may be Socrates. Here's, here's California's version of Kim Fox. Her name is Price. And keep in mind, somehow she's a lawyer. Family members of victims are saying that the decisions you have made are unfair to them, that sentences that criminals have been given are excessively lenient, mm-hmm. and that perpetrators are favored over victims. Mm-hmm. What's your response to that? I feel definitely my heart goes out to the people who have lost loved ones in this community. Who have, So we at the district attorney's office are very, very committed to making sure that we're providing the best services. Some people are, are not able to actually appreciate the work that we do. You're just not appreciating the way. Do you know how stupid this woman is? She couldn't be an Uber driver. She's a district attorney. 
Work of Pamela Price has been focused on progressive reforms, including alternatives to incarceration and not charging juveniles as adults. Now official paperwork to launch a recall has been filed. There are people who say that we are here because they don't feel safe. We're, I was elected because the people in this community didn't feel safe, unfortunately. We know that crime under my predecessor was you know, pretty much exploding. The DA's role has really no impact on crime. DA's role has no, and, and neither does bail. Bail has no impact on crime. And here's another Democrat philosopher who's got some advice for you. If you think you might commit sexual assault, always carry a whistle. When you find yourself about to commit sexual assault, blow the whistle until someone else stops you. I hope the rapists are listening to Corey Bush. Tony! Riverside, if you hear a whistle, run for a door. <laughs> Hi, Sean. I wanted to let you know I've had it. I'm, I'm, I've had enough. So I, I, my husband and I are going to see Tom Fortino tomorrow night. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, and figure out where we stand financially, and I got to get out of Dodge. Sell, Mortimer, sell. Because every day that Pritzker has been in office, every day that Joe Biden has been in office, your assets, in particular in Democrat I God, I so want to swear, but in Democrat strong areas are going down. And when this, you've got 60 days, they have no idea how this will affect the people of Illinois. But see, I have an IQ over 60. I can figure out how this will affect the people of Illinois. You're going to lose. If you are a winner, you are going to get nothing. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. That's what happens after this. What do you think of that? You'll get nothing and like it. Yes. All right. You better make that turn before you get a ticket. Although, just put a JB, (laughs) put a I support JB Pritzker on the back of your car and cops will stop pulling you over. They know it's not worth it. They'll probably end up in a lawsuit. I can't. I got got mean tweets 2024 on the back of my car, so I can't do that. All right. Just put I support fat politicians who are communists and corrupt. Okay. Thank you very much. All right, Sean. Thank you. Greg and Rogers Park, how you've lasted this long, I don't know. Oh, I'm a social worker up here. I've been working the night shifts. That's why I haven't called as much. Oh, boy. Man, um, man. I'm, a, I'm a rare breed, though. I'm a conservative social worker, and I drive them nuts. You're going to end up tied to a tree with your underwear in your mouth. You don't play your cards right. I yeah. hope they don't know who you are. I've already, I've already been written up twice, and I'm on my third <laughs> strike. So. Yeah, you're going to get no well, pension. No, like, and everything. No, You'll be I, the I only guy that doesn't get a pension. Yeah. But anyways, I've gone to court, and I've told judges these people are not... They're playing games with you, and you need to keep them in jail, and then I get written up for that. So you know? let's 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 anyway, just I'm go honest. over this. I'm gonna I want to ask you a couple questions because this is a vital part of why there is bail. Social workers deal with drunks and scum, and husbands and wife beaters and kid beaters. I mean, that's pretty much what you do. So you find right. some guy who's a bust out low life, you know, your average Democrat. He beats his wife and kids, and you call the authorities. He goes to prison. Under this, he gets no bail. Correct. Yes, no bail, and then I get written up because I called the police on him. Now, in your experience, and you don't have to be very specific because I don't want you to lose your cushy pension. In your experience, how many women and kids has bail saved because they scumbag couldn't get out and come back and finish them off? I mean, how do you even quantify that? In my caseload in the last 10 years, I would say about 14. 14. Well, yeah, those, because it's not them going into a gang fight or something, at least 14 that I, you know, I can actually point to in my caseload. Yeah. Well, 
brother. I I, I, I I think it's terrible. How many years? I mean, well, you better not get too specific. Just no, get out no, when you can. Matter, you? Because number one, I'm not into. You know what? I'm also they're also mad at me because I didn't join the union. You know, oh. and everything. So I'm a, I'm a real rebel rebel up here. But I'm you know I'm ready to leave. You know I've got enough money saved. I do this because I try to make a difference. If I lose my job, it won't be the end of the world. I'll find something else. You know how bad it's going to be when you when you could save some woman, some child from a scumbag, and you call the authorities and he's out in six minutes and he goes back to the house and murders him? That's going to be a oh, tough pill to swallow, kid. And, and I had a guy that was robbing synagogues, and I told the judge, do not let him out, and he put him in jail. And then that was the first time I got written up. Really? Well, yeah, how they, dare you try to save good people? Yeah, in Illinois, that's frowned that. upon. You know, if you had a crack problem and no teeth and you didn't pay your bills, you'd probably get a lot of free stuff. Thank you very much, Greg. Jim and Lyle. Sean, profound day for law enforcement in Illinois. And I want to I want to pay homage to you because everybody who thinks that your shtick is this is shtick every day when you call them Democrat rap bastards. Yes. Well, you've been validated today. <laughs> and. Yeah, history and is validated. You need to be, you, you, you really, really, I thank you, because really, you tee it up every day exactly how it is. And people may think it's stick. It's not. No, stick. I don't even know what stick is. I've been like this my whole life. You know, it's funny. I, I, I've been friends of good cops, and I'm well aware of bad cops. What this does will keep the good cops in their car. The bad cops are already hiding from work anyway. The good cops who actually save people, they will see a certain sense of futility. And how could they not? That is the intention. And Sean, and Sean they have 60 days to do what? They have no idea what they're going to do. I've seen it in their eyes. I talked to somebody today who's putting his house up for sale, who's yeah. in the business. They have no clue what 60 days. How many guys, have they given this any thought? You know, the the judges that were bribed by Pritzker. How many guys are in prison now because they simply couldn't make bail? And how do you quantify what happened? So, okay, so now I'm in jail now because I couldn't make bail. And now this, this law goes in. Well, why am I in jail? So what does that do? Does that release? How many people does it flood out into the system who are now all torqued up and sexually frustrated and they, and they don't have a Cory Bush whistle? What does that look like? It's insanity. It's insanity. No, it's Illinois. And that's what it looks like when Democrats scum run anything. 312, well, you know, they can't go into business because they suck at that. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I'm saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560, the answer. You know, Blue Star Security is going to make a fortune because they're smart people. And they're going to figure out, you know what we're going to do? We're going to bring our services to blocks in neighborhoods. And we're going to patrol certain blocks. We're going to patrol certain stores. And I mean, listen, that's the way J.B. Pritzker and all these demagogues live anyway. J.B. Pritzker has never won a fight in his life. And if he thinks he can, I'll tie my arm behind my back, fat boy, anytime you're ready. He's always been protected by the luxury of a trust fund. Security, chauffeurs. So this doesn't affect him even before he was governor. Him and his homely sister, who's just dying for sexual assault. However, this won't affect them at all. This will only affect the good poor people. That's who always is affected in these neighborhoods. 
And they keep telling you they're bringing it great to you. Look at the quality of life. Pick a neighborhood in Chicago over the course of 50 years. Pick any neighborhood. And what do you think it is? It's because we took the eye off of what we're supposed to do. Enforce the law. You need scum control. But they're going to wield this power until everyone's living in equal poverty, in equal desperation. That's what the Democrats do. Peter Joliet. Yeah, hey, can we write off, uh, you know, kickbacks to the to the gangs? Well, Peter, are you a registered Republican? Uh, yes. Then you can write off nothing. Now, if you were a crack smoking right. bagman of corruption, you could write off even the horse. Just look at Hunter Biden. You get a little kiss on the head. But you, Peter, you better pay every dime and maybe more because we don't like you. And the IRS is political now. But I like the way you well, think, kid. Well, Thank you very much. You got to move another guy. You want to you want to you want the covenant of government and the principles of Americanism. It's simple. You have to live in a red state because the blue states protect the criminals. Mike and Elgin doesn't think so. Right. John, here's the thing. Here's the proper procedures, because when you get arrested by a, a cop, yeah. he's supposed to bring you directly before a judge and you have a probable cause hearing right then and there. They, by, by doing the bond, you agree that you'll answer to the charges, and you miss the probable cause, because at the probable cause, whatever action you just got in with with a cop, he has to give his testimony right then and there. Yeah, but and Mike, what about, the- what about now that the precedent is the lack of due process? We've got guys yeah. that are sitting in prison for three years. Whatever. Well, yeah, that, they got to demand a probable cause the minute they get arrested. Because that way... No more 26th you know, and Cal where I'm handcuffed to the cell. The only guy with a bologna sandwich in one hand and a handcuff with 37 Democrats staring at me like I was a chicken bone? No? That's, those days are gone? It's due, Yeah, it was due process, though. They got rid of the probable cause hearing yeah. so that the cops can get together and make up their story. And then, so then they got until trial to make up their story, and then they've only been under oath once. But, Mike, getting, let me ask you, to, and I, I wish I had more time. I got 20 seconds. How many yeah. women need their their spouse that abuses them put away and he's busted and he can't get out of jail and it buys him a weekend to escape have we figured out how many women will now get murdered because of this i get where you're saying mike and i love it but that that abides by the fact the rest of the system is legitimate and we know judges sit on the investment groups with ed burke it's not i'll be back from the streets of melrose park to the trading floor of the murk he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned and now with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America. He's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me because we need a little controversy because it feels so Fourth Reich, World Economic Forum, World Health Organization, NATO, all of these entities that are destroying the sovereignty of our republic. In fact, how many politicians have undermined the principles of our republic in both parties? It's hard to quantify. But what we can do is make ourselves aware and figure out how to push back the next wave of fascism of government supremacy. My next guest specializes in this. He's a research fellow for the Heartland's Institute Socialism Research Center. He's also the host of Heartland's In the Tank podcast. He's contributed on numerous Glenn Beck books. His next one, or his new one, 
is the Glenn Beck book, Dark Future, Uncovering the Great Reset, Reset's Terrifying Next Phase. His name is Donald Kendall. Donald, thank you for joining me. How are you? Donald? Your silence is deafening, kid. All right, we will effort to get uh, Donald Kendall back. Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, now I can. How are you, babe? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me on. You'll have to forgive me. We have a guy in the uh, the room who's uh, awful hefty, and I think he had some crumbs on the button he was supposed to hit. I apologize. How are you and the new book? Uh, doing well. You know, I think that uh, this is perfectly poetic, considering that uh, this book has a lot to do with the technological wave of advancements and all of these different fields. And it's technology that was preventing me from saying hello on time when you exactly. asked. Exactly. So See, it's a, it's a vicious circle of uh, Skynet, which apparently is going to take over everything. But who has programmed Skynet? Is it this Caballero? So COVID-19 crisis has shown us that our old systems are not fit anymore for the 21st century. Now, my favorite part is that his father was the flamethrower manufacturer for the Third Reich. And that accent doesn't deter anybody in America from turning over our sovereignty to the World Economic Forum. But the reality is we are facing this government supremacy that has been sold to elected politicians, but more importantly, lobbyists, if they have corrupted our society as we know it, and from what I'm living through, destroyed the principles of Americanism. Am I being too dramatic? I, I, you know, honestly, this is going to sound hyperbolic, but I don't think you're being dramatic enough. Because the situation that we find ourselves in is seriously something out of science fiction. So Klaus Schwab, the guy that you just played the, the clip of, president of the World Economic Forum, he coined the term the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Instead of the and Fourth Reich? Catch- we should have went with the Fourth Reich. Yeah, right, right yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, poetry. It's all yeah, poetry. Yeah. Uh, this is a catch-all term for a wave of def- different technological advancements that are, that are here. Uh, I think the first wave of it was what we experienced just a handful of months ago with the chat GPT and this wave of AI language models that kind of hit the, hit the ground running. But on top of that, we're talking uh, automation, advanced robotics, uh, data collection, self-driving cars, automation, um, the whole, whole litany of different things, VR, uh, augmented reality, the metaverse, all of this different stuff is coming. And what he will say, if you read his books, he will say that this is going to cause some major disruptions in society in the economy and everything, and to prevent these disruptions from going in a bad direction, they have to make sure that they are right there, all of these different players in the game, uh, the World Economic Forum, to the big tech oligarchs and all of that are there to make sure to embed their principles into the foundations of these technologies, so that if it does disrupt society, it disrupts it in a direction that gives them more power and control over society uh, and the economy, you know, and it's really uh, sinister stuff. It is sinister, uh, but so is their so is their platform. I mean, aside from being a mirror image of the nineteen thirty six Soviet Constitution, which is the platform of the modern day Marxist mafia calling themselves Democrats in America, what they've managed to do is somehow undermine the principles of individual liberty, where now it is normal, in particular in these Democrat sewers. For people to demand that someone else be stripped of his basic right of his judgment and his opinion, where now you're being, it's normal in America to be coerced, extorted, intimidated by your government. And the government has broken its fundamental rules to me, the honest man. It's broken its covenant 
of uh, taxation. It's broken its covenant to enforce law and protect myself and my family from the scallywags among us, also known as Democrats. But what you're living through is an economic backdoor nationalization, and they're doing it with this ESG bull dung. And they couldn't do it. If they didn't have a vested interest in all of these companies and the idea that BlackRock owns 5% of 95% of the S&P 500, how does that not become a Sherman antitrust act? How has one conglomerate been allowed to control the voting of thousands of companies? How has this happened? Yeah, well, you know, I, when I come on to your show and talk about ESG and talk about how they were able to thrive and build the infrastructure for this giant cronious system, the biggest cronious system ever devised by man, they did it without us paying attention because they were using terms like ESG and, and different uh, shareholder voting rights and things that just kind of don't resonate with the average person. But once we shine the light on this and kind of put it all in the context of the Great Reset with the previous book, this one is basically a spiritual sequel to that book, it really showed what their plans were. And now it's almost like a decoder ring where you look at all of these stories that are happening in the news and it's like, I understand it now. So I, you know, I talked about all the different ways of technology that's coming our way, and we're already in the midst of it. I think an example of it that everyone that's listening to this will probably understand is like Twitter and social media, where these started as a very disruptive, technologically advanced type of idea that kind of broke the bounds of of uh, some of the, the corporate media stranglehold over, over media and media dissemination. And it was this a uh, fairly objective thing at first. If you had enough viewers or followers, then they would see your stuff. But then, uh, somewhere in the midway point, just a handful of years ago, these technological elites started putting their thumbs on the scale and censoring certain speech that they didn't like or making sure certain messages didn't get across. And now this giant, disruptive, technologically advanced media dissemination system was being weaponized by these people against these messages of free speech or limited government or even skepticism over the messages that are being told to us by people like Fauci and Klaus Schwab. Can I ask you now we're going to see that same thing happening again and again and more and more advanced technologies that are coming our way. I want to ask you a sophomoric, ridiculous question, but it is the only question that I really think needs to be answered. How are they getting away with this? Because this is not just manipulation. This is against the principles of my nation. You see, this kind of fascism is unconstitutional. Why are they still doing it? Is it because there is nobody who watches the watchers and the watchers, even on the Republican side, are also uh, sycophants to the World Economic Forum as McCarthy has been a member and been going to the World Economic Forum since he was uh, the asshat to the other congressman he replaced in California? Yeah, I mean, I think there's probably a couple of different ways to at least attempt to answer that question. Uh, one is the is the veneer that they wrap all of their plans and their agenda in when it's all talking about promoting equity and making sure that nobody's taken advantage of uh, or, you know, taking care of the planet and making sure population is contained. Oh, I mean, pollution is contained. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so so they, Listen, they get away you- with it that because it sounds good. All of this stuff sounds good. If we just have capitalism at all costs, that's their terminology, then it's going to lead to ruin and the exploitation of all of our natural resources and, and people and all of that stuff. And what we have to do is instead align ourselves with these uh, our, these higher goals that are represented
rather than ESG, these subjective goals that are outlined by the Davos elite, those are the things that the economy should be slanted towards to promote. That's, that's the way that we are going to reach salvation. That's what these people are thinking. It's astonishing to me that this has been tolerated to the level it has been. When you are doing the research for the book, and when you dig into the, the, the plot of the World Economic Forum and the self-described rulers of life itself, is there any pushback in their native Europe, European countries? Or are those people more pliable? Because what I'm starting to see, in particular after COVID-19, is the breaking of the, Mer- the American independent mind and that American citizen who kind of willfully goes along with this corrupt mafia anyway. So I'm wondering, where is there going to be pushback? Because to tell you the truth, when you, you see the pushback here in America to the vaccine, to the taking of businesses, I mean, aside from the people who got up and left these totalitarian states, there really wasn't much of a pushback, was there? No. Uh, you know, one, one of the things, again, this kind of goes back to their, their way of setting up all the infrastructure for this when no one was paying attention for ESG. The similar stuff goes on now. I mean, when Davos meets yearly in the Swiss Alps and their little James Bond bad guy hideout up it's there, crazy. Uh, pe- people will pay attention to, you know, the hypocrisy of the carbon emissions of the jets that are flying all of these elites over there. But it doesn't really ever get much deeper than that. And if you actually sit and listen to these panels, these endless amounts of panels, usually like 30, 40, 50 hours worth of content that they're, uh, that they're all talking amongst themselves, and they're plainly stating some of these things. One of the major themes throughout the book is this idea of the great narrative. And this is the idea that they are in the positions of power to create a narrative for society, that if we all just follow this story that they concocted, then we can design the future to, to our will and make sure that with enough pressure and enough guidance and enough coercion, we can all push towards these great ideals that they have in mind. They plainly state this, and we have the direct quotes in the book to back it up. So that's the next stage, right? And that explains why in lockstep, Media is reciting the exact same talking points. We're pretending that now the the greatest existential threat, even though it's fun to watch that dimwit in diapers with dementia try to say existential, it, it, the next existential threat is the climate change. Except it doesn't mind when you blow the hell out of the former Soviet Union. It doesn't mind when America blows up Nord Stream 2 or blows the dam and floods out Tens of thousands of people. We just don't count it. We censor the information and the uh, the oligarch mafia goes on. Right. That that is uh, essentially the plan. And the thing is, you know, like I said, with ESG, I'm sure I've said it on this uh, program before. But these rules that they have in place, while they make it seem like these are codified and written in cement, they're not. They're all subjective. And they're all uh, able to be changed on a whim. So if, if you know, all of this is put in place and it's all humming along, there's nothing stopping these Davos elite types from inserting some ESG score that will punish businesses for – uh, doing business with firearms manufacturers or sale- sellers. Or, you know, if your company, maybe it's a media company, isn't doing enough to stop misinformation or disinformation, then your score do- goes down and you're punished in the economy. It is so just... this is just an opening the door for a total level of control that's unprecedented in humankind. You know, it's fun, though, because there, in, in a certain extent, you're also seeing a tremendous amount of good people Tens of millions of Americans, particularly 
those who elect politicians who are more interested in preserving the ideals of Americanism than they are promoting their own self-interest and uh, position in society. You're seeing 20 states not only join Convention of the States, which is a great start, but states like my state where the government said any public directed money, any will never be invested in any company that practices ESG. I mean, you're talking about at a quick turn over a billion dollars of their pension assets and the rest of it. So there still is enough room to put up a strong fight. But I'm curious to know what you think will win, because you're in this. You did the research. You just wrote the book. And, you know, aside from the next phase, will there be a resistance? And is it strong enough or are we going to lose this to the Fourth Reich? Well, the the American people do represent a very unique pushback to all of this stuff. And you could actually find quotes of Klaus Schwab almost lamenting that idea that this uh, that like this this adherence to liberty and individual liberty, uh, individual voluntary action and all of that is actually a hindrance to their plans. Sure. There's another quote from George Soros in his book where he references uh, America with derision because they're staying in, uh, they're standing in the way of these kind of globalist schemes and all of that. Again, we have these quotes in the book. But the I, I, again, when the stuff was flying under the radar and people were paying attention to, to less important things, uh, that's when they were able to move the ball so far down the field. And now uh, I was I, I was probably the most pessimistic person when we were finishing up with the Great Reset book because I didn't know what we should even consider putting in the final chapter as solutions because it seemed like such a daunting. Uh, foe in front of us. Yes. But then after the book came out and we saw this wave of people understanding and really uh, uh, parading behind this idea, this anti-ESG, this anti-Great Reset uh, agenda, then we actually started seeing movement and movement at levels I was not expecting from state level to federal interest, all of this that was starting to chip away at this infrastructure that was built to promote ESG and everything that goes along with it. So I think that once people are aware of this and they can see what the enemy is clear in front of them, then we can really start formulating a a real effective defense against it. You know, Donald, it's so obvious to me that the way in which our government in particular has been manipulating its persecution of, of, of its ideological opposition through the IRS, through the corrupt FBI, through the information and the censorship. And the reality is, I still believe in my heart of hearts, there are more Americans that are offended by being willful slaves than there are willing to participate. And it's through that separation is the true bright spot. And when you see 20 states join a a convention of the states, which in essence is to nullify a corrupt federal government that cannot police itself, there is optimism there. So I'm wondering, when you talked to Glenn Beck and you were putting everything together, did he ask about me? Did he offer a, a autographed book? Was there any mention of me at all? Yeah, well, I had to fight him off the phone. He was the one that wanted to talk on this interview. But I was like, no, Sean Thompson's a good friend of mine. I'm going to talk to him. Donald Kendall. Well, first of all, I need you, I want people to understand, the Heartland Institute is based out of Illinois, correct? That's absolutely right. I mean, and, and this is the thing. There are still such wonderful people, aside from the people who listen to my show, that are putting up this fight. It's crucially important that we support the Heartland Institute. I always keep my eye on you. I love the In the Tank podcast. And I want to thank you and Glenn Beck for putting this book together because it's the kind of knowledge that everyone needs to know. Because they are not deterring from their mission 
to implement one world government, but more importantly, a fascism that is accepted and cheered by the slaves. And that's what we need to push back against. That's what Heartland Institute pushes back against. Donald Kendall, thank you so much for joining me. I truly appreciate you. Well, I appreciate all those kind words, and thank you for having me on. Yeah, now an autographed book wouldn't kill anybody. You know what I mean? How about a little something for the effort? All right, thank you, kid. (laughs) We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Nice. Should I read the David Hochberg commercial now? I am so excited that David Hochberg is coming on. And I'm so excited he's not coming in the studio. Because he doesn't pay attention to me. He's got Reese's all over his fingers. But he's got some very important information. And you know, while I was talking to Donald Kendall, and you, you, you realize the kind of propaganda we are subjected to by media. You, you heard it in the Safety Act. Anybody with an IQ over 60, who understands the role of government and its position and its covenant with the citizens should be rightly outraged. But you realize how propagandized we are. I found something I think that is very interesting. I am Fox San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to serve, serve our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso Las Cruces communities. Eastern. This is a mashup of local news organizations saying the exact same bull dung. Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we are concerned about government 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 plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish the same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has become, become all too common, common on social media. All over the country, it's the same bulldog in and out. And then you remember all of the conglomerates that bribe their way into control, into oligarchy. Is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. What has happened to this country since the greatest biological weapon released on mankind called COVID is almost, you're almost unable to quantify the destruction of the principles of our nation. And as you see these Democrat strongholds destroy the quality of life, that's what they're in it for. And the greatest existential threat to mankind is weather. Sure it is. It's the government. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. See Dennis Prager at Cigar Night on Thursday, August 24th at Klein Creek Golf Club in Winfield. Tickets on sale now at 560theanswer.com slash cigar. By the way, you can still buy a ticket. The VIP is sold out. 
you buy a ticket, don't you worry. I'm not a VIP guy. I'm going to come out by the people. Just in a back room with a bunch of guys like Hockberg. You can't get any hors d'oeuvres anyway. They eat it all. Hockberg, a d'oeuvre crusher. What are you doing? <laughs> Sitting in my backyard enjoying the early evening, my friend. How are you? Very good. You know, when I was a kid, I was, uh, you know, I was always up to date the girls. And uh, I was on a date, and some girl I was dating, she called it a hoardy orv. So what the hell's a hoardy orv instead of an hors d'oeuvre? What do you think of that? I think it's delicious. Either <laughs> way you, you call it, yeah. I'm down for the pigs in the blanket. Uh, you just <laughs> pop a tray of those in front of me, and I'm good for at least six minutes. And what I love about you is you, too, you know, were involved in dating at a very young age, which led to an ex-wife who destroyed your credit, yet you have come up with a solution for people who have had their credits deserved by vindictive exes or society in general, haven't you? Yes, or those um, listeners who have kids who can't get credit for whatever reason, or those listeners who currently have filed a Chapter 7 and have their uh, court case number, or those listeners currently in a Chapter 13 with the trustee's agreement can get a secured credit card. Team Hochberg has launched. Thanks for giving me the airtime to announce it, we've teamed up with the Kane County Teachers Credit Union to private label a Team Hochberg, we're calling it a Fresh Start Secured Visa Card with no annual fee to help our listeners out there who have no credit, challenge credit, or want to enhance their credit, help them uh, accomplish all of those goals with a Team Hochberg Fresh Start Secured Visa Credit Card. Now explain to me, secured means they open up an account, they put five hundred bucks in there, the credit card's got five hundred bucks. Or do I have that wrong? No, it's a hundred percent right. A secured credit card is the minimum is five hundred dollars. We encourage all of our listeners out there to load up the credit card with as much money as you can because the higher the limit, the better off it is going to be to help you enhance your credit. So you give the credit union uh, in this case, say $500, okay? We've got a couple of listeners who came out of a divorce and a bankruptcy had cash, wanted to get it up and running. we got a guy opening up two $2,500 credit cards, and we've got um, another listener whose son is living with him, tried to get a mattress to buy it on credit, couldn't get it, even a mattress to give him credit. So he's been holding back rent from him for the past 10 months. He's got ten grand of his kids' uh, rent money that he's going to give back to him in the form of a down payment gift when he buys a home. He's opening up two $2,500 secured credit cards out of the ten grand he has got accumulated for the down payment of the home. So here's how it works, Sean. It's very simple. You give the credit, uh, the credit union as much money as you can, okay? Most of our listeners are living off of their debit card as their primary source of credit, which gets our listeners zero type of credit history. You're gaining zero credit history using your debit card. See, that's important for people to understand. They think they're ahead of the game because they don't owe any money, but the reality is they're getting shortchanged on what they should be rated. Correct. They're getting no rating. I spoke in front of the uh, the, in the College of DuPage. There's uh, They have a police training academy there. And I was invited to speak there last Monday by uh, Chief Roy Newton retired chief of Lombard, he's, he's teaching there now. And uh, he wanted me to go over, you know, credit and mortgages with, with, with the class. There were 85 cadets there. First question I asked all the cadets was, how many people right here in this room right now out of 85 use a debit card as their primary source of credit? 95% of the cadets raised their hand. 
And I looked at him. I'm like going, what are you guys doing? You're in law enforcement. Okay. If you haven't learned anything, if you lose that debit card, you're done. And you're, well, you're not done. It takes two, three months. You got to file a police report. You got, it takes months to get the money back. You'll get the money back. But in the meantime, while you're waiting for that money to get back, you've got your car payment, you've got your rent payment, you've got your kids' expenses, you've got your expenses, you've got, you got, you got to pay all these things, and, and there's no money there. You lose your credit card, you call up the Visa company, yeah, I lost my credit card, boom. All your charges that were made after you, you know, since you lost it get, get reversed, and you get a new card in the mail. So you give the credit union, in this case, $500. Let's just keep it simple, stupid, the kids not. They send you a Team Hockberg branded credit card that has a $500 worth of credits on there, similar to a debit card if you have $500 in your checking account. You use the Team Hockberg Fresh Start Secured Visa Credit Card in all the places you would use your debit card because basically everybody takes a Visa card, okay? And you get back into learning how to charge. And you use it exactly how I've been educating listeners over the past 20 years. You go to your bank account. And you pay back the money that you charged every single Friday for the money that you used off of your card. Why Friday? Because you never forget Friday. Why do you want to pay it back? Because you want to keep that card charged up because it shows that you have full availability that way. And your credit scores will rebound faster. The best part of this whole thing, Sean, is that every six months, well, here, two huge things. The credit report your activity gets reported to the credit agency, so you get an instant pulse back on the credit report. You get instant instant building right away. And the other best part is wow. every six months, yeah, right it's away. It's like a credit you, Viagra, right away. Credit Viagra, right. All right. exactly, boom. And then, and you don't have to wait 15 minutes for it to work. That's what my, and my friends tell me. I don't know. I think about it. Yeah, you're an hour. Who are you kidding? Your I, poor wife. I She's a saint. I, I took Go it ahead. once. I was going to Vegas. I didn't do me any. I was fine. Yeah. So here's the deal. You know, God bless the guys that need it, but I'm all right <laughs> so far. Uh, but I got a guy, you know. You know I one mean, of no. Products. See, you're easily sidetracked. So, Go ahead. I know. So, okay. So, so you pay the $500, right? Every six months, if you follow my instructions, Every six months, King County Teachers Credit Union will review your account. If they deem you worthy and a good credit risk, they will unfreeze that money and turn your secured card into an unsecured card. They'll move the money over to your unsecured card, and you'll have a credit for whatever you got left. If it's $500, you'll have a $500 credit that you'll use up by, by using your credit card. That's another major improvement on your credit score. There are secured credit cards out there, Sean. I've done the research. Anywhere from $29 to $69 annual fees. This is zero. Yeah. It takes them well, anywhere from 12 to 24 months to release that money for you. Some never release it until you close the account down. This, they review it every six months to see if your credit worthy. And what you need to explain to people is that the government is actively trying to destroy the people. They're actively, right now as we speak, making it more difficult to get credit, to get loans, and that is their solution to, to, to what they call inflation, which is really a ramification of terrible government policies. And they figured, we got to make you people hurt. And what, you, what people don't realize is, even in the, in the money business, in order to get the credit or, or the interest rate you think you're getting on a 30-year, you don't have to have 680 
6.9. You have to have 7.40, 7.50. So even if you think you don't need this, you better be certain you don't need it because you may need it. And if you want that best interest rate, you're going to have to have not just credit, but excellent credit, right? And depth of credit. Okay, not only are you going to need to have one one trade line, right? You're going to need to have multiple trade lines. We've got different products out there to help our listeners out there get back on their feet who want to get back on the feet. I just read an article today in, Bloom, in, in Bloomberg that the degradation of the quality of credit right now due to the fact of inflation and, 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 and consumers carrying larger balances, which, which dipped, believe it or not, during COVID because everybody's flush with cash. Sure, they all robbed the PPP free. money. Yeah, I saw the article. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. So now, now the credit scores, I've gone from 680 down to 628. Yeah. And what's happening is, and here's what's happening. It's a double whammy. You're fully loaded up on your credit cards now. And what they're doing is they're shutting down your credit cards or they're reducing the limits on you, which is an absolute kamikaze hit oh. to your credit scores. Because if you've got a, a $5,000 limit on a credit card, for example, right? Yeah. And you've got $3,000 worth a balance on there, right? So, so you're at the 55, 60%. And then, then all of a sudden they take you down from $5,000 and yeah. they drop the limit down to three grand. You're at a hundred percent right yeah, now. We, your credit scores drop drastically because now you're at a hundred percent capacity. You thought you were at 50, 60% capacity. All of a sudden the credit card, and they could do it at any time. They yeah. come and say, all right, your $5,000 limit, we're, 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 we're freezing it at 3,000. Where you're at now, your credit utilization is, is at 100%, which is horrible. Your credit score has dropped, and now you're completely screwed. This is like being so Pritzker's wife on a Saturday. You just know it's a matter of time before you get crushed. What the hell's going on? If he gets <laughs> yes. in the mood, you're getting crushed. It's the same thing with the credit people. All right, so listen. I just spit up in my mouth. Why would you give me that? I'm having dinner in about eight minutes. Oh, try to Why'd eat. Try to, try to figure out. How they fool around. I've done the math. I don't There's got to be an assistant in one of those engine lifts. All right, so now where oh, can the people yeah. go to find out more about the card? And why did you not put the Alfred Hitchcock silhouette of yourself on there with the big pond zone? Why would you go with the roof? Go ahead. <laughs> it, the, the website to get more information and to sign up is, it's very simple, five, six, the number 56david.com forward slash fresh start. 56david.com forward slash fresh start. It's offered in all 50 states. You have to be 18 years to get a credit card. It's good for everyone. If you're looking to, there are over 47 million Americans, Sean, who either are credit invisible or have credit that is not scoring to the credit bureaus. Yeah. 47 million Americans have no credit or have credit in their pocketbooks, in their wallets, in their pants that are not reporting to the credit agency, so they're getting zero credit. Stop using your credit card to buy stuff. I'm sorry. Stop using your debit card to buy things. Keep your debit card in your pocket for cash, for emergency reasons. Get a Team Hockberg Fresh Start Secured Visa credit card. Start building with no annual fee. Start building your credit back because it credits everything, buddy. You know it. I'm in the game. Your home and... Home insurance, mortgages, you get a job. Yeah. It's the baseline of everything that everybody does, and we're just here to help people. All right. Are you happy? I'm ecstatic. Five, right. six, Because I want to keep you happy in case everything, you know, when the government takes all my stuff, I might open a beef stand. I want you close to me.
FiveSixDavid.com forward slash fresh start. Right. I'll be in the back. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, I know. You'll be the most be repeat. You're the reason they put in the drive through. Thank you very much, David Hockberg. Take care, brother. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Play I can. I wonder if they play this at the Capitol in Springfield. No. I'll tell you what, Pritzker makes Benny Hill look like Jack LaLanne. Fat slop that he is. Paul in Tennessee. Just had a quick thought for you uh, for a, a programming you can have a little bit of fun with. In the 70s, they did the countdown for the number of days that the uh, hostages were held. <laughs> and then Sean Hannity did the uh, countdown of days uh, under Democrat control. You could have a countdown using the, uh, the, the horn from the movie The Purge for the September 18th uh, Man, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, it, it is going to get, it already is terrible. Like, I, you know, I don't spend a lot of time here, so when I come back, I really see it because people get used to it. But, I, you know, I, Elmwood Park was a, is a wonderful place, but you see just the, the mayhem around it. You see the mayhem in Chicago, Galewood, which was right across Harlem. I mean, it's it's terrible, man. It is absolutely terrible, and it is going to get worse. And you wonder what these neighborhoods will do to combat it because you still have good people, and they're going to realize, I need more security. It's like, a, it's like J.B. Pritzker. I don't know if he should be broker of the year in Florida and Tennessee or if he should be the arms sale, salesman of the year. But there's clearly ramifications, Paul. Thanks for calling. How much time do I got? Mark Wyatt Miller is on the line. Kamala Harris might be scripted. Come on, Mark. You got to bring up your game. Tell me about Mike Pence going to Gibson's. I want to know about that with his felt hair. Hey, stupid. This is the only place you're still a Republican, Illinois, where they're all like you. We'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. My next guest, I've seen his... Articles of the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, Politico, CNN, you name it, he's been in there. He wrote two specific opinion pieces for Cranes and the Sun-Times on the Safety Bail Act. Insanity. He also uh, wrote an amicus brief in support of the sheriffs and prosecutors that were challenging the validity of this insanity. His name is Sean Kennedy. He's a visiting fellow at Maryland Public Policy Institute as well. Sean, thank you for joining me. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm sad I have to have you. The idea that this can be implemented when governments, one of their only few obligations to the people is to enforce the law, it seems to be that they're actively working against the rule of law to really strengthen predators. We're at a very dark point here in the country, and obviously in Illinois in particular, and Chicago has uh, felt the brunt of it. Now for five years, we've seen what a zero bail policy looks like, and it looks like chaos. 
It really does. It looks like somebody on an ankle monitor murdering somebody in cold blood on the streets of Chicago. And we've got 60 of those right. examples, don't we? Yeah, we have we have dozens of them. And uh, the Cook County Jail is a revolving door of violent predators, just like the Cook County courthouses are. We are seeing an uptick in crime and we're seeing lawlessness. I mean, what happened after Floyd at the Miracle Mile is just a taste of what we are looking forward to in the future um, across the state uh, with a zero bail policy, because we're emboldening those who would commit acts of disorder and lawlessness by telling them there are no consequences. We are just going to cut you loose and let you go on your way to continue to terrorize us. So we are the we're looking at. We're the only state in the country to do this. The only one. Now, obviously, the Democrats all share the same brain, so there will be others that follow. Is there any recourse, or have we, in fact, blown our our opportunity by bringing it to the Illinois Supreme Court, or can we appeal to the to the uh, the federal Supreme Court? What's next aside from moving out? There is no recourse. I mean, get your uh, get your van lines truck uh, loaded up. Uh, Wisconsin looks pretty good these days, even with Tony Evers in charge. Uh, but uh, or Iowa or Indiana, for that matter. But in reality, the uh, recourse is, is at the ballot box. It's, it's it's twofold. One, there are mechanisms under the Illinois Constitution to revise and amend the state constitution, which is what the entire pretext of the initial bail amendments were in the 70s. And then again, obviously, vote these people out. And I think what's funny is the wave on criminal justice reform, and I put that in scare quotes, has crested. People like Kim Fox and uh, J.B. Pritzker and these people necessarily will lose tomorrow, but the interest in extending and furthering these agendas, I think, has been lost. People who are middle of the road don't want this anymore. Now, uh, obviously, the Chicago mayor's race may be an exception, and there's identity politics and a lot of moving parts there, but the fact that Paul Vallis had the gumption and came within some distance of winning the mayor's office in a city like Chicago says that there is some appetite for change. Well, it may not be there yet, but we're getting closer. No, and they're going to get what they pay for, right? They're going to get what they wanted. And this is social engineering through the court system, right? Where they pick and choose their favorite race, their favorite class, their favorite scumbag. And this is how it'll work. So there will be some people who commit the same crime as the selected favorites of the government who will, in fact, go to prison. But there's something that I I have uh, been questioning all day. What does this look like for the wife beaters, the rapists, the pedophiles, the all over scumbag who is sitting in prison right now because he cannot make bail? Have they even considered this? And and do we have a number on how many people? Is it five? Is it 15,000? What is it? And how do they keep them in prison now? Because if you can arbitrarily pick a date out of your shoe and say this will start in 60 days, why? What about the people that have been sitting there for a year who can't make bail? Well, there are about 100,000 people that process through Cook County uh, 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 judicial system and are bail or some type of monitoring bond eligible every year. So of those, a huge number of them get site release. Uh, effectively, they get no bond in the first place. It's that gray area between serial killer and, uh, you know, uh, and rapist. Yeah. And rapist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, in Cook County, it's been everybody right up to the line of serial killer and under Kim Fox, including them. 
we are we are now asking the question about exactly what you're talking about, especially people like you're describing who are future threats to public safety, like a wife beater, somebody with an inclination to stalking, somebody with uh, an interest in settling or finishing a beef. Those people are going to go on at some ratio, even if it's 5%, to go on to commit more egregious acts. So what price do we have to pay for social justice? And what how do we measure that in blood and in dollars? Because that's how it's going to be measured over the next few years in Illinois, in blood and in dollars. People are going to die just like they are in Chicago, but now all across the state because an arsonist gets out. And that's happening in New York right now where they have you know, a lesser version of what Illinois' radical abolition of bail is going to look like. It's going to get a lot worse before it ever gets better. I hate to break people uh, well, of any notion that there's any quick remedy. It's also interesting because the invisible consequences of this, right? The invisible consequences are a kid like me. I would have made an incredible scumbag. I'm smart. I'm devious. And by nature, I'm a predator. That's the fact of who I am. What kept me on the state straight and narrow was fear of prosecution, fear of imprisonment. So you've now eliminated that. So how many young guys like me who are by nature a predator? I'm not one of these Democrats in Winnetka or these Democrats like Pritzker. I chose to be good. I was very able to be bad. But now there are no consequences to be bad. So you also get the smart guy like me who says, I'll protect your neighborhood. I'll protect your store. I'll put together my six friends who are really kind of tough guys who need little money. And you'll pay me. The two fifty a week to watch your store, or I'll just let the bad guy come in your store, and you'll have a rebirth of the European protection mafia. Do you not see that? Am I the only one that can think uh, beyond next Tuesday? I mean, I, I I don't doubt that we'll see a lot of petty organized crime uh, pop up here, but I think really it's the randomness and the the what you described I think accurately is the twofold type of predator that is going to be. Uh, emboldened by this one the existing predator those who are already in the system who are going to be released and then free to commit crimes and then the second and important one the individuals who are emboldened by the fact that there are no consequences because as we know character is doing the right thing when no one is looking but actually law abiding is doing the right thing when you know that there will be consequences and you have sort of come to Jesus on those consequences. You realize you're going to do them anyway and maybe face consequences. If there are no consequences, those who don't care about the right thing, do not have character, who are predators, as you described them, are going to go about continuing to prey on others. And let's put it bluntly. The people who live up in Evanston, the people who live on on the line in DuPage and Schaumburg, all these other places, they will pay. There will be consequences. There'll be more burglaries and auto thefts and, 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 and some violence. But in reality, it's the South Side. It's Garfield Park. It's Arlington, sure. where people are going to die because of what they did in Springfield today. You know what else is astonishing to me? How many of our laws are put in place to protect the weaker, honest woman? I'm dead serious about this. Women. You know, you look at the uh, uh, wife beaters. You look at... Sexual offenders. The only thing that kind of keeps some of the women safe is that once they're detected, once a restraining order is filled out, most of them are scum. They can't afford any kind of bail or any kind of legal advice. So they're put where they should be, behind bars. 
This is who will be let out first. I don't know why this isn't even being reported on. I mean, there's almost no way. I remember the 70s when wives were afraid of their husbands, when there was no fault, divorce didn't exist. They needed a reason. They were basically sentenced to wife abuse and abuse writ large. All this law does is reverse the advances the law has made since laws have put in place to be protecting of battered women and children. That's who will pay, and it's who always pays, and it'll be the poor. It won't be the J.B. Pritzker's mom. It won't be the, the, the trust fund babies. It'll be the poor people. And I'm wondering, how long do you think it'll take? I say five years before this is only inhabited by escape from New York crowds. What do you say? I mean, I think that there's going to obviously be dead-enders who are going to continue to live in the city and live in, in parts of uh, uh, the country that have been sort of ravaged by this. But you're right. I mean, there's going to be an unlivability to large urban centers. And you know what is even funnier about this is so many of the people who live in the social justice crowd don't realize what lawlessness also abets. It abets racism. It abets discrimination it a best vigilantism because people are now no longer trust the government to be a neutral arbiter. They actively think the government is either harming them or is indifferent to harm. And that is where you get the 1970s. That's where you get Bernie Getz in the New York subway. Somebody who feels that the only way to protect themselves is to do it with a gun and to do it proactively in the case of Bernie Getz. And people cheered him. <laughs> and yeah. Donald Trump, of all people, had to get offered to put up his bail. Yes. Back when we had bail in New York. And, and re- refresh, you're, you're talking about a vigilante because this is what will exactly he happen. Shot, he shot two or three youths on the New York subways that he said were approaching him in a threatening manner. They didn't touch him, they didn't get near him. Uh, they may well have been planning to rob him, but he shot them proactively. And he was a hero in New York City in 1986. That's where we're getting to is that somebody on the MPA is going to do something rash and they will be lauded as a hero. And uh, and vigilantism and that attitude that underlies that is that I don't trust the Chicago police. I don't trust the courts. I don't trust the state's attorney. I trust the man on the street who's going to take his own justice because I don't believe in justice anymore. I don't think we get justice And that's anymore. the backdoor intention of this, right? The backdoor intention is for the government the Pritzker government, the Democrat mafia writ large, to have the power to persecute races they do not like, races they feel have gotten away with bigotry and racism. So the, the, the white petty criminal will have massive repercussions that judges can now implement without the rule of law, but the, the, to wield racism they find acceptable. So the white criminal will get bail, the black criminal, the brown criminal, the, the, the so-called criminal that they feel has been oppressed for decades will walk. Isn't that what we're really dealing with? I mean, we're dealing with a, a, a two-tier justice system where the lawlessness has abetted other people doing things. I mean, just to put a, 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 a pin on this, what occurred in that deli over the last couple of weeks where the, where the individual attacked the woman and then was shot by her son and she ordered him shot and then you know, the details obviously are disputed about this, but that she felt being assaulted as violently, as viciously as, he, as she was, warranted her then calling in her hitman because she didn't expect to get justice if Chicago police showed up. She didn't expect to get justice. And the funny thing, of course, ironic is because of the state's attorney, Kim Fox's reaction, 
I think she was right. Oh no! I, I, and as a as a son who protected his mother, my mother wouldn't have had to tell me that. But my mother also wouldn't have been standing in line. That's something I did. But you're 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 going to see more and more of that kind of nonsense. But you'll also see more of the of the George Floyd's who before he was he was killed was a scumbag in general. George Floyd was a scumbag, thug, drug dealing, counterfeit passing low life and that's really who uh, the democrats want to protect and represent so you're going to see a mass exodus correct and my question is have they given any thought to the destruction of property values that this law will have i mean one of the things i point out in my amicus brief is that there is an actual cost of crime and we know what that looks like it's in it's in the trillions of dollars it's 1.7 trillion dollars in 2017 when these economists at the University of Colorado and other places did this analysis and other uh, economists at the University of Pennsylvania and elsewhere have done previous analysis that showed similar numbers. That is a huge amount of our economy. As you well know, we're at a $20 trillion economy, but over a trillion dollars, 5% of our economy is lost to crime and related expenses, murder, rape, all those psychic and social costs associated with that. So this is not just your stolen car. It's your auto insurance rate. It's the, the lack of peace of mind. It's your willingness to own property in a, in a city like Chicago where you are not trusting that it will be protected by the authorities. So it will drive down property. But you're not willing to shop anymore in Chicago. You're not willing to, no. to go to downtown. You're going to you know do whatever you can not to. That psychic thing has an economic cost. And we know from the 2017 data, if we extrapolate it out, we're over $2 trillion. We may be well 10% of our economy could be lost annually to crime, to vandalism, to property theft, auto theft. I mean, one thing just to just to think about in an interesting way about these repeat auto thieves that are obviously ravaging the country in Illinois in particular, is we've seen a 30% to 35% rise in auto theft since 2019. What has that done to auto insurance premium? It's not what it costs you when you lose your car, though that obviously is terrible. It is what it costs you and your neighbors yeah. in excess and unnecessary costs that mean it's less affordable to live in Chicago. It's less affordable to drive a car. They're they're going to hurt our quality of oh, life, God. not directly, but indirectly. Now, are you are you living in the area? Are you are you from the area? I, I live in Washington. See, I'm I'm from here all my life. Would have not moved. Had I, I not been able to, to, to do math and understand the quality of life argument. But when you understand those arguments, you move. When you realize that it, real estate investment trusts have been avoiding Illinois real estate for a decade. Have understood this. You can't get companies that come here that aren't bribed. They somehow get to avoid taxes that businesses who have been built here for 30 years have to pay. I mean, there are real consequences, real life consequences, and it's always the rich people that can afford to leave these areas. You condemn the poor people. But I'm I'm, I'm curious to know, isn't this the intention? I mean, they have to know this. J.B. Pritzker is a lawyer. He's raised around money and a trust fund baby. He knows what he's doing. His Sister, who looks a lot like him, knows what they're doing. Uh, there has to be a, 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 an intent to destroy the quality of life, isn't there? Not at this point. Can you can you avoid it? I think there's certain people who don't believe in allowing people to have a comfortably, upperly mobile life, and I, I don't mean that in the sense that oh, we're all upper middle class. 
I mean in the sense that we can achieve the dream because achieving the dream proves that the dream is available, that capitalism works, that a functioning and well-ordered society works. So if it's a more disordered society, if it's a less just society, therefore their point is proven. So it is effectively that there's subterfuge doing that. In the case of many of these individuals, I won't ascribe any given one of them. There are multiple uh, motives, and some of these people are useful idiots or pasties or whatnot, and I don't know what J.B. Pritzker is, but you know what he is? He lives in a tower. Like we said, he, he's surrounded by gates and guards, and therefore he will never live with the consequences of that. He has more money than God, so he can always buy his way out of those problems and hide behind gates and guards. But most of us can't. Most of us never will. But all of us want safe communities, safe schools, good schools, and a better life. And if we have a poorer life and an unsafe communities, we'll either leave our communities or we'll just be downtrodden and depressed and be more pliable. Yeah. And effectively, that's what, what they want us to do is to say, we are not going to demand more of our society, demand more of our elected leaders because we have such limited uh, horizons. Yeah. Well, if you vote Democrat, if you vote Democrat, you're accepting the failed government services that you're supposed to get. You're accepting the failed Chicago public school system, the education system, the police, the policing, the corrupt judicial system. I mean, at a certain point, we're going to have to realize there's a reason he gave two candidates who were running for Cook County Supreme Court justices a million dollars apiece. He got what he bribed them for. And now, unfortunately, the people who thought that the government was going to help them who voted Democrat, they're going to get the uh, dystopian reality they, they should get at a certain point, right? A million dollars for each of them bought votes. And we're going, to get the, we're going to get the results on other cases over the years. And it will continue to show that J.B. Pritzker's agenda cost $2 million. That's yeah. what it costs. And, Sean and Kennedy, you know what that's, that's called? Cheap. Inflation. Pretty cheap. Because you used to be able to buy a Democrat alderman for $200. So uh, inflation now is you can buy a judge for a million dollars, but at least we know what the cost is. And at least I know you're always going to write about it, expose it, because you are fearless when exposing the corruption. Thank you very much for doing what you do. I appreciate you. Thank you, Sean. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I'm still amazed people take anything the Democrat Party says as credible, and I'm dead serious. When you look at the Democrat agenda, the areas that they rule over, the ghettos that they've built, you got any more ideas? Hey, moron, look at what you did for COVID, you idiots. And you don't talk about any of it? You shut down the quality of life. You were wrong. You are wrong on everything. Wrong with COVID. Your policies of utopian health care fail. Massively driving up the costs for good people. You're subsidized. 50% less doctors. Your war on poverty. All you did is create more. Look at the ghetto living of these big cities. Take a look. You can go on YouTube. Take a look at any Democrat sewer from California, Arizona, Las Vegas, Philadelphia. Look at where they control. Now, you idiots, you got an idea about how you're going to handle criminals, you moron? Why don't you stick to what your only job is? Your job is to enforce law, you frauds. But you don't like the rules. 
like the rules of just decency. And I don't just mean your acceptance of pedophilia, which has seemed to be very cozy with sexual deviance and whatnot. How about just calories? Hey, Fetzel, why would anyone elect a guy who ate himself to 400 pounds? You think he's got a good grasp of reality? Yeah, fat slop. You cannot get the washcloth in your crevices, which are key. Can I meet the third world slave that has to wash Pritzker's crevices? Joe Severino. <laughs> Hello, Sean. How are you? Good, handsome. Now you try to get that mental picture of some unfortunate third world guy with one of those elephant brushes scrubbing his crevasses. Go ahead. I, I, oh, I hope God. I didn't, uh, didn't bust out laughing uh, with your listeners there. But, Sean, you know, I'm a big fan of the show and listening to it. And uh, I didn't catch the name of your previous guest, but I, he was spot on about so many things. But the Sean reality Kennedy. Is yeah. this, yes. Sean Kennedy. Yes. Uh, the reality is this. the There's been such a gross mismanagement of our tax dollars, of our police, that they can't afford to either employ them because they're, you know, fleeing to other states or they just don't want to be the hero of yesteryear today for their communities because nobody's supporting them. Uh, They're actually encouraging a war against the police, the Democrats, or they can't keep these criminals in prison because they can't afford to house them. Now, Joe Severino, what's occurring? When you ran for government, what I was thinking about, you've got this slob of a human being, this fraud, the Pritzker family, what they have done to destroy the principles of right and wrong, how they've bastardized everything from banking to, to, to campaign finance. And when you hear him on the FBI tapes. The only problem I can come up with for you, I got a lot of reasons why it makes sense. The problem for you would be same problem with the Senate, really. I've given you contributions. No. And what's that? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead, JP. No, go so ahead. this is the two scum. Democrat scum, Rod Blagojevich and the slob Pritzker. And they talk about how they bought favoritism, this pay-to-play system of corruption. And you see that he has two new Supreme Court judges that he personally bribed. Now, his big plan to manipulate the justice system and unleash insanity on decent people and build more ghettos because he profits from it in some sick way. Whether they implement the services, they own the companies that do it, or they outright own the banks that cheat the people. You're up against a uh, culture of corruption you can't beat with honesty and integrity, or you would have won. That's how I view it. Sure. Yeah, his family profited off all the saliva testing that they did through COVID. COVID there's always a benefit. There's a pay-to-play here that doesn't include the heart and soul of the community that just wants better lives for their children. And, Sean, I did run in 2022. I was the congressional nominee in the 10th District for Congress, and I'm running now. Uh, I'm already filed. I'm running again. I'm going to continue the fight out there. But the atrocities are this. Not only are you taking police away from the uh, the jails and not supporting them, but our streets are unsafe. If you look at any of these statewide scanners, accidents all over the place, there's no more a police presence on the streets to deter the criminals. And it's being encouraged uh, before yeah. they weaponize Black Lives Matter or whatever it might be like these George Floyds, like you said. The reality is now they're weaponizing the criminals against us. Yeah. Well, that's their foot soldiers of enforcement. It always was. Yeah. It's the yeah. same thing. You know, how many people are, are aware of Jesse Jackson's relationship to Jeff Fort and the rest of it? How, how they have a church and drug dealers on the same corners in the ghettos. It's a joke. It's a disgrace. But the reality is, Joe, for my 
you know, the reason I'm here is family extortion right now. My wife is very close. Her family's interwoven. Come back, you know, the whole thing. We're going to go for the barbecue and the rest of it. None of us can wait to get on the fracking plane. I mean, none yeah, of it's rough. family members who never were going to leave are going to get the hell out of here. This is going to create a mass exodus. And I think they underestimated the response by decent people. Most people don't want to be around these scum. They don't. It's hard to go in these Democrat sewer neighborhoods. I haven't been back to Melrose in I don't know how long. And I don't even want it. They're all fracking Democrats. Say among yourself. And that's how people are going to get. Well, that's what's occurred. I grew up in Cicero, as you know. Yeah. So I moved to Lake Forest. I came here for a better life. Uh, you know, and I remember my first day of law school, you get the new horn books. It's, uh, you know, all the reference of, you know, the, the, the law of yesteryear, previous law. And it uh, and the law is predicated upon Sean and Joe not doing what they would do at their will in reciprocation of yeah. our neighbor not doing what they want to do with their will. And now we're being uh, 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 our systems being derailed by individuals that say, no, you're going to listen. Yeah. And you'll be pro- punished or prosecuted if you do anything to protect yourself, your land, your family, whatever it might be. And we're going to let them not keep up their end of the bargain. And they're going to aggrieve you in some way. And you're just going to have to like it. So people are going to leave. Joe, I and love you for running. The ones that stay. I love you for running. I wish you'd work on how he could buy puts on Illinois' future because it's going to go into the into the gaga. And when you're feeling blue, no matter how cheated you are and you will be cheated, remember, it could sure. be worse you could be that third world slave that has to wash Pritzker's crevasses. Oh. All right. So thank you very much. My I word. I was going to say, I don't want to end with that image, but yeah. God bless it. There's I love a guy you. that does. Talk to you soon. You, I wish you the best of luck. I love you right back, Joe. Thank you. Cream Puff Jim, you've got a couple of crevasses they could use a brush, don't you, you fat slab? Well, there, there's a dozen uh, Michiganders uh, for the Grand Ole Prairie going up the river. Yeah. We're putting, putting, putting fake electors in. That's, that's what I call it. You know it, what they need? They need that safety act. Fake electors. That's a good scheme. That's a good scheme. I, you know, that's the first time I've ever heard of Well, you're, you're uncomfortable with the fake electors, but you like a fake president? Because 81 million of you morons didn't put this idiot in. There aren't enough of you to put this idiot in. Now, you could ruin a couple of good cities like Chicago or Philly or San Francisco, but you could, there's no way. There's no way. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Yeah, they're called Democrats. Lie, cheat, and steal. By the way, I wonder how proud they are as they see this moron on the national stage. Take it away, moron. And we brought Israelis and Palestinians together at a political level, and they are... What? What did you say? Hey, you, you with the dementia drooling on your own shirt. What did you say? Nobody can tell. This is the disgrace, or as he's known, the leader of the Democrat Party. And who's his number two? Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. That explains our immigration possible policy. Scott Sycamore. Hey, Sean. How's it going? Splendid. How are you? Yeah. You know, one of the most frustrating things with all the, all the baloney going on with one of the things I don't see anybody talk is the fact that he's sitting in a surplus. Yeah. We have a surplus 
because you're screwing the people of the state. We're getting fees and taxes on everything multiple times just because they changed the name of it. And yet they sit and applaud this idiot because he's going, oh, we, 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 we have a surplus. Yeah, but you're not paying the no, obligation. Scott, the it's state. it's it's even it's even worse than that. You're talking about the abuse of of the honest man, but it's worse than that. They don't have a surplus because they overtax us. They've overtaxed us for decades. They have the the ability to even speak like this because they stole the COVID money. He stole the two hundred billion and he took it. He pocketed it and he put it in all the short areas where they were already losing tax dollars. And what he guarantees by this is the only way you can save it is if they steal it again. And you see, that's the plot. It's got to get so bad that it needs a federal bailout. Because when they give them the $200 billion, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat, nobody looks at the money. $200 billion, The fat slob put it in the, in, in the coffers that he couldn't fund with his own failed policies. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Is that the new Illinois anthem? I think it should be. The Soviets. Reminds me how we used to fight communism. You remember that? All my life. Used to have TV shows dedicated to fighting communism, rejecting Marxism and socialism. And now here it is right in Washington, D.C., right in Springfield, anywhere there's a Democrat. There really is. But I found a clip. I can't believe this show's almost over. I found a clip I really wanted to play. I don't know if I have enough time. I don't know if I'm doing it justice, but here you go. Good evening. These are the world headlines at this hour. Red China says it's ready to undertake maximum national sacrifices to support North Vietnam in fighting the United States. But the broadcast from Peking does not say what form these sacrifices might take. The broadcast also opposed what is called the wanton bombing of Haiphong. In the Senate, critics of Vietnam policy have been speaking out in the wake of the stepped-up air war. Democrat J.W. Fulbright says the administration is actually trying to escalate the war and knock down all criticism. The reason I'm playing this, this is, v- this is Vietnam 1967 news broadcast. And if you change a couple of words, it sounds a lot like we're being propagandized to support another atrocity. Yet the government always has the same mission at hand. The people always have to sacrifice. Here at home. And Democrat Stephen Young of Ohio says that General Westmoreland was called home from Vietnam to lobby for further escalation of the war. The State Department admitted to Congress today that there was a pattern of abuse in the $400 million commodity aid program to South Vietnam. They were stealing money then, too. That's what it's always about, stealing our money. I'll be back in 21 hours to expose it.